I'm Fred Eichler, and welcome to the Everything Eichler podcast, brought to you by Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's. It is elk season in Colorado, and what's awesome, I've always got a neat mix of people in camp, and this week is no different. I've got, you know, one of the co-owners of Millennium Tree Stands. I've got Neil Emery here with Hornady. I've got Adam here with Velocity Outdoors. So it's really fun because not only do I take a lot of guys that have been hunting with me for years and years, regular Joes, that you know, regular jobs, I also take a lot of guys in the industry. And that's always fun with me. And I am actually sitting down right now with Neil Emery from Hornady. Thanks for joining me today. Hey, thanks for having me. And we are regular guys with regular jobs, kind of. Well, you know, but you know? you've got the coolest job. You're, you're in the, when I was a kid, I grew up like a lot of guys like you reading Guns and Ammo or Field and Stream or Bowhunter Magazine. Mm-hmm. And I was so envious of these guys that, you know, I would read about these guys that, you know, have this job with this company or that company. I'm like, that's so cool. And Neil, you are the communications manager at Hornady. And that is, I mean, everybody's heard of Hornady. I mean, that's, you know, bottom line, if you shoot a gun, if you, sh- you know of the company Hornady. But before we talk about the history a little bit, I want to talk about you, Neil. I've known you for quite a few years. Mm-hmm. Um, you've been out here hunting with me before. You yeah. guys have had uh, people out that have shot bulls with us. And, and you heard a bull bugle tonight. You were way back in a wilderness area. And uh, one of my guides took you in. And didn't you guys get on some bulls? You know, here's some bulls. Yeah, late late in the evening, there was some activity out there, which kind of late in the year for it, but probably still a happening. Hot cow. Yeah, probably yeah. a cow came back into estrus because yeah. they're bugling. So we kind of know where to go in the morning. Hopefully we'll make things happen. I love it. And that, yeah. that leads me to another point, and I've griped about this before, but I absolutely love the fact that all the people that I've met at Hornady are not only fun, like good people, but they're also outdoorsmen like yourself. Yeah, you guys are end yeah. users. We really are, especially when it comes to the sales and marketing staff and so on, um, the engineers, um, you know, and it's it's actually really high level without the w- throughout the rest of the factory as well. Yeah, you guys are yeah. you know you guys are out there hunting, shooting. You're, you're hardcore end users, and that to me always, I found a trend. If you have a lot of people at any company that are passionate about the job they have and about utilizing and using the products that they manufacture, it always makes for a better product. I, I truly totally do. agree. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's important that you guys are out, you, you guys test products. And I think the average guy goes out and just buys a box of ammunition a lot of times and doesn't realize the amount of work that goes into making one bullet. Like I got a tour through, through the plant and I was blown away watching. Yeah, it's pretty amazing, isn't it? It's it, yeah. it, everybody should go see this. They can go. You can go online. Go go to Hornady, and you can see some amazing <clears throat> videos of what one little button of brass has to go through yeah. to become a shell. You know, and watch it get stamped and stretched and heated and stretched and pulled and you know to to make it. And then the bullets and all the processes it goes through. But the testing you guys do and. You know, you guys were always cutting edge. You you guys were one of the first ones with, you know, all the ballistic information on the box. You know, you know, if you if you zero up for this, it's going to be, you know, this high at 100. It's going to be, you know, on for 200, 300. It's going to be four inches low, bang, bang, all the way out. You guys have genuinely helped a lot of not only shooters but hunters make accurate shots on game. But I'm getting off on a tangent. Let's, <laughs> let's talk a little bit about what do you do? What is your job as communications manager for 
you know, one of the biggest, you know, if not the biggest, you know, manufacturer of, of bullets for not only recreational shooting, but hunting, what is your job? What do you do as a communications manager? So in spite of, you know, being a company that makes more bullets than any other private entity in the world, we're pretty lean. So wow. one job title doesn't necessarily define what we do. We have a lot of hats we got to wear. <laughs> um, primarily my, you know, when I look at my job, my, one of my primary duties is uh, doing PR, working with outdoor writers, working on content. I do get to take a fair amount of them out throughout the year to, to generate content, whether it's a, how, a hunt or we go shooting somewhere or something like that. And that's, that's definitely a fun part. You know, that, that's a great part, but, um, it also requires a ton of emails and requests and people need, you know, some ammo for a review they're doing, things like that. Beyond that though, um, manage over the website, social media stuff, uh, been the editor of the reloading handbook for the last few editions and we've got a new app that's coming out uh, it's actually it's live right now we're just about to start advertising it heavily and then uh you know over the years run the shooting team and uh various things like that and um project manager on various other apps that we've got going on the ballistic app is a project i've been involved with for a number of years now and we've got more coming that are not out there yet uh can we talk about some of these new products later on we can sure certainly right. talk new All products right. we're gonna yeah, talk about that the, the fun minute. part okay. yeah yeah so you do wear a lot of hats holy chowder i didn't realize you you did that much yeah it uh i thought you just played all the time i wish <laughs> unfortunately you know when when we do get to do the things that look like playing nothing stops, you know, as far as all the other requests and work that has to be done, emails that have to be re replied to. And you get no sympathy from anybody, of course, when you're out on a hunt with writers, even though that's work. Right. You know, it's uh, it never lets up. So. Like right now, for example, and I got I got to explain this. Neil's a, you know, as I'm sitting next to him, he's, he's got a pretty sweet beard. I have a little bit of beard envy, <laughs> but he's pretty hardcore hunter. They literally crushed the mountain today. How, how many miles do you think you guys put on today? Uh, I think he... Measured it at 6.3 miles, so, so you guys between 8,600 to 9,000, somewhere in there, elevation. I love that. You guys yeah. were bombing some serious country. I mean, that's a wilderness area. You guys were hunting in, mm -hmm. you know, where, where anybody can get to, and really it's the bottom line is the guys that are the best hunters, the, you know, the guys that work the hardest, they're going to be the most successful, and I love that, you know, that's the area you went, yeah, man, I'm, I'm down. Let's go do the wilderness area hunt, and I love that. Poor Neil walks in late. He literally just gobbled down a little plate of food, and I said, <laughs> You guys have so much cool stuff I want to talk about. You've got to do a podcast with me. I have a lot of people that have a lot of questions. I get tons of questions on hunting ammunition from predator you know, ammunition, people mm -hmm. that watch us shoot big game or when we're guiding clients. So I'm, I'm super excited. Thanks for taking the time to sit down with me. Happy to. I, I, I love it. Let's, let's talk a little bit about Hornady before we get into some of the new products, some of the other things I want to talk about. But Hornady has not only an amazing history – but it's still a family-owned company, mm -hmm. and that is really cool to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, being family-owned in particular lets us be very nimble. You know, you look at some of the other companies that are out there that have just a whole lot more bureaucracy and, you know, boards that they have to report to and or publicly traded, and they have <laughs> to do things sales-wise to, to make, you know, the end of a quarter work and all that. We don't have to do any of that. We can do what we feel we need to do, which is pretty awesome. 
That is great. And, and, yeah. and that's what I love about everybody over there is, you know what I mean, from the head up. You know what I mean? You, mm -hmm. you know, you meet those guys, you don't know, need Jason and Steve. You know, th those guys are – they're hardcore end users. Yeah. And, and I think a lot of times you guys come up with stuff that there's a need for, not necessarily because it's going to be a huge profit margin, but there's just a need for it. Like, mm -hmm. you know, when you guys came out with the – you know, the Hornady Black Ammo, for example. There's a ton of ARs on the market. A lot of guys are getting into recreational shooting with ARs. Yep. A lot of hunting. You know, we do a lot of hunting with ARs. It's a yeah. great hunting platform. And you guys literally specifically designed that ammunition for AR platforms. Yeah, it's kind of interesting how that line came to be. You know, we there are some, some products that we have specifically made to go into it. But we've also had to take some existing products and basically move them from, like, customer varmint express or whatever to that line the reason is, is and you already touched on it there's so many new shooters that just like shooting they may not be hunters at all if they don't identify as a hunter they're not going to want to go to the store and buy varmint express for their ar or their black rifle or whatever or um american whitetail or things like that they just want something they want to go shoot and match ammo would work too but they don't necessarily always click with the you know match ammo and black makes it easy and it's a very successful line for us good shooting ammunition for any of your black guns that's and the box is pretty cool i'm not gonna lie yeah yeah definitely <laughs> so we had we had like 65 grendel uh 300 blackout scattered amongst our lines some some 556 stuff in a whole bunch of different places we had new products coming out like the um the uh 300 prc well, no, I'm, I'm thinking of the uh, the SBR load, for Oh, example. okay, gotcha, yes. We didn't know where to put that. So we're like, okay, we need a line. We have new things that are specific for black rifles coming out. We need to we need to do this. So we did, and it, it worked very well. And it's done well for you guys. Yeah. Well, yeah. Th and there's a lot of different ammunition that you guys manufacture under different names that sometimes people don't even realize, I think, or associate with Hornady. Um, not only do you guys make bullets for a lot of other uh, you know, manufacturers, I know they're, you know, they're, you know, it's your bullets that are going in, uh, you know what I mean? In their, in their shells, but you guys have American whitetail uh -huh. precision hunter. I mean, yeah. run some of the different names off, you know, when people are in the, in the stores, they're going to see, you know, the Hornady black, they're going to see American whitetail. Yep. That, that's An American gunner as well. Another popular one. The precision hunter is very popular for the hunting crowd, especially the longer range hunting crowd. Um, Frontier is one that people may or may not know is ours because we, a lot we of the do pistol have a, ammo I shoot is, yes, yeah, so sometimes the Frontier stuff, right? Yeah, we have, uh, well, it'd be, uh, five, five, six stuff, two, two, three, we've added blackout and starting. Oh, next, you added the 300 blackout to that? To, we, we did. We added okay. a, an FMJ load, kind of a commodity type load for it. Okay. And we got another load coming out, uh, soon. So I missed Oak on the pistols. On oh, the, is this uh, something new? new? Well, the new product stuff, we're going to add a Grendel load to it. So there'll be a kind of a commodity 6.5 Grendel, 123 grain FMJ load. So we we move a lot of 6.5 Grendel ammo. And, uh, it, Creep more Grendel, of, I got to ask you. Which, what's your choice? Well, if I had to choose one, it'd be the Creed more just because it's more versatile. Ah, good but call. Grendel, That's what I like. I like the Grendel's a I, cool I, little cartridge. It really is. It is neat. I, but it's interesting. I've heard some people talk about that, and I yeah. kind of lean toward the Creed more for the exact same reason. I think it's kind of yeah. it's fun. And, man, we've had some great success. We had uh, Ed from uh, Millennium shot a beautiful bull this morning um, using my 6.5. 
creep mm-hmm. mart. And a lot of people are like, oh, they poo-poo the 6.5 creep mart as an elk round. And I'm like, oh, don't, you know, it's more about hitting them in the lungs than yeah. it is hitting them. You know, I'd much rather guy a guy shoot something that they're not scared of. Absolutely. You know what I mean? A low recoil, something they can, you know, keep keep the animal in the scope and, and watch it all the way through. And you put it in the lungs, you're going to drop it. And, the you know, the, the performance uh, on that bullet, I mean, the, the exit wound, you know, the perfect mushrooming, it was awesome. And mm. that bull dropped and he was just ecstatic. But it's funny, perfect. there's some people that think I'm, you know, oh, 6.5 Creedmoor. I'm like, no, it's... Uh, there are probably people who have never tried it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it's not bad for anything. Yeah. Now, I'm excited to talk a little bit. And again, having gone through the plan, I got to see a lot of this. I was blown away at how much how much you guys test stuff before you ever let it out. Mm-hmm. Um, shooting through the ballistic gelatin. I mean, you know, that's something I used to watch. You know, I'd see the pictures on guns and ammo. You know, they'd have the close-up pictures of, well, this is what this forty-five did when we shot it, and blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> you know, you'd, yeah. you'd have these big outdoor riders talking about it. But to, to watch, you know, as Hornady's design certain ammunition – for certain species almost, you know what I mean? Like the, you know, the predator line, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? I, uh, unbelievable. The superformance is for me as a predator hunting, still one of my favorites. That's my go-to yeah. all the time. It's accurate. And it was designed to expand quickly. You know what I mean? Put a predator down without blowing out the other side, without fur damage. Yeah. I sell furs. That's very important to me. And to see that proven, in ballistic gelatin and talk to some of the engineers and, and some of the design work that went around, you know, coming up with that VMAX bullet was really cool. Yeah. And something we we're always looking to improve too. you know, we're always improving processes and all that, but it, it comes back to some of that ballistic testing. We get a really good idea what something's going to do and, and gelatin helps that as well. We, we want to know exactly how fast things are opening. We want to look at uh, retain weight and the bullets, th- things like that. We have some products that we continually run uh, ballistic tests on. Uh, think critical duty and so on. You know, we got the oh, FBI yeah. contract a couple of years ago, and um, that's something that as we as we produce it, we're constantly checking even even into gel. Just like it needs to work this way, we're going to make it work this way no matter what. So we do. And you guys have also seen a need or trends. And, and I think that probably goes back to you saying, you know, about the family-owned company. And you guys are, are trendsetters. When you saw people stepping out and, you know, long-range shooting getting to be a, you know, a bigger thing. And with some of the with some of the scopes now, you know what I mean? I noticed mm-hmm. you're shooting loophole as well. You know, we've got the CDS dials. And you can literally make accurate shots now. Of course, it's knowing your weapon. And I'm not yeah. a fan of shooting ridiculous ranges. But – you can re- realistically reach out and make 300, 400, 500 yard shots that are not irresponsible <clears throat> at all, especially if you don't have bad wind, if you have a good yeah. shooter, you have a good rest, and you have a custom dial system like, you know, you guys are running, you know what I mean, on the rifles. So you guys saw a need for a bullet that would expand with lower velocities because you know those bullets are going to be getting shot at longer range. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, so obviously it's it's become a thing much more than it ever used to be. And uh, most of the guys that are doing the longer range hunting have been using match bullets of some, si- some type, whether at that time our Amaxes or what we had or using some sort of an OTM or BTHP bullet and all that. And so we knew people were doing it um some of those bullets don't always work 
They, right. they don't, sometimes don't perform do, the, but they don't the perform lower as velocities. they should. Right. Yeah, and even even the BTHPs or the OTMs and so on, you know, they tumble more than they ever open up. They do weird things. You just never know what they're going to do. So while at Hornady, you know, everybody everybody's got their own opinion on what, what how far is too far, what constitute long range hunting. You know, Steve's not a fan of it. He wants to get close. That's fine. You can go down the hallway at work, and everybody's got a different idea. You know, I'm I'm certainly less opposed to it than other people are. But what we basically came up with is we know people are doing it. We need to make a bullet that's appropriate for it. So they're not just using match bullets all the time for that. Um, because what happens most of the time is you go out, and something pops up at 50 yards, and you got a match bullet, and you know, what's that going to do? Most of the time, if you're not careful and you shoot it on the point of the shoulder when the bullet's going really fast, it's going to blow up. It will not penetrate into the, you know, the vital cavity there. So um, we worked really hard to come up with a bullet that would work well at long range, open up, but still not give up everything at close range. So that's a chore. And and I know a lot of people use our match bullets too. Uh, You know, we've talked about it and so on. And um, as a company, we're never going to be, hey, use these for hunting. We, we just won't. There's multiple reasons why we won't. And, and when you're talking about, like, the least common denominator, we just can't say use these for hunting because guys will use them. And they'll load a, you know, 155-grain ELD and a 300 Ultra Mag at 3,800 feet per second and then shoot something at 20 yards and wonder yeah. why the bullet failed, you know. Like, right, a big, a big boned animal. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and there's other reasons having to do with sales and some of our sales overseas and so on, where we just cannot have anything hunting related with some bullets or it makes it impossible for people in those countries to buy it. Uh, they are match only for, as far as we're concerned, that said, you know, we certainly know how lethal those bullets can be. They open up easier. That's why people use them for long range hunting, but you have to know the limitations. And we've already huh. talked about it. It is the fact that there's nothing that controls that bullet, nothing that slows down the expansion. So it's a, it's kind of a, uh, a matter of the amount of speed that it hits with as to what it's going to do. We know it's going to open up because the tipped bullets like we make, right. they open up. That tip forces that expansion. They don't typically go in and tumble. They, they actually do expand. And... Uh, you know, that's like you say, there's so many variables, though. Mm-hmm. Do you hit a rib versus a scapula yeah. versus a leg bone? You know, is, are you shooting a whitetail-sized animal, a mule deer, yep. a bear, an elk, a moose? Uh, you know what I mean? African animals. There's there's so many variables, and that's what I really like that you guys have you guys have put in the time and the research and have something, whether somebody's going mm-hmm. after an elephant or somebody's going after a squirrel. Yeah. And, and that's neat. But to me, you guys have have got so many things that you're doing let's talk a little bit about the history because i think some people don't know the rich history of hornady so mm-hmm. let's go over the horn the, the hornady story really quickly but i'm really excited and one of the reasons i want to talk to you is you guys have a big release coming out we here do. in a couple days very right soon, three yeah. more days i think so or it's it's very close yeah, yeah. wednesday is, is the day wednesday so. is the day yeah. and and you're going to talk to us about it here which i'm super excited about because we're going to yeah. release this podcast in conjunction with of course the communications Great. manager saying hey we're going to now officially release this so mm-hmm. then we're going to go to that but let's talk a little bit uh you know i know spear and and you know 
kind of started out, right? Yeah, so Joyce Hornady and Vernon Spear actually started, started off out making together. bullets together. Right. Uh, as, you know, many times happens, partnerships falter, and they went their own way and did their own businesses, and, and both have had, you know, uh, yeah, made good successful success, businesses. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but, I mean, that was back in... 49 is when Hornady started, and I think... I think they were still together then. I, I I can't remember exactly how that all worked out, but I'm pretty sure that was when everything started. And, you know, a few years later after that was when the split would have been. I mean, you think of that, that's yeah. it's over 70 years, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty impressive. Yeah, very. So. Uh, and now it's the largest, right? You guys make more? Outside of, say, a government somewhere, we make more bullets than anybody out there. In the world. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. It yeah, really is. That's a lot of bullets. That's, that's, that's neat. And yeah. the, the tour of the plant, that's why I encourage people to go and, and check out the, the website. Now I'm going to put up mine on, on YouTube because I did a, a factory tour there that blew me away. I mean, I, I was like, why isn't every bullet $20? Because mm -hmm. of when I saw the work that went into it, literally it blew me away. I, I, I never complained about the cost of a bullet after going there because, you know, well, heck, I bought oh, – I, I, and people are like, oh, you get all your stuff for free. I'm like, no, I still buy a lot of stuff. <laughs> I mean, but I, I spent over $500 in, uh, in ammunition, partially because my son Trent now is really getting into the pistol shooting, mm -hmm. and he's going to put me in the poorhouse. I mean, he is just – he's, he's having a blast. Great. But it's, 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 it's fun watching him shoot. But for the amount of time that you guys have been out there, you're always coming up with new stuff. So let's talk a little bit about some of the new products that you're going to release – this Wednesday that I know you're excited about. I'm excited yeah. to kind of share it with everybody. Give me some information on the ones that you're excited about. Sure. So the biggie for the year actually is already public. We don't normally do mid-year launches. Normally we do everything in the fall this time of year. But the ATIP was kind of the big technological advanced, you know, bullet for the year. We launched that back in April during the NRA convention because we wanted to get it out before the majority of the competition season was going on. We didn't want to like launch it in the fall and have to wait till the following June, July before all that started. So a tips, I don't, I don't know if you've had a chance to even shoot them yet. They're, they're you know, they're not the easiest to find yet because I, I have not, you know, they, uh, you know, they've only been out a few months. The back order is pretty good. They're selling, you know, really, really well. Cool. Yeah. We're, we're quite happy with that. Now uh, talk about the a tip a little bit. Sure. So, We've we've had match bullets for forever. We make some good BTHPs. We've had the Amax. Of course, uh, years ago we replaced those with the ELD match because we found out there was tip deformation happening mid-flight. Uh, we were able to see that on Doppler and all that. We came out with the ELDs. The ELDs are great bullets, and we're oh. not trying to disparage them at all. Um, but w as you know, we're we're not content just to sit with what we've ar already done. You know, we want to improve things. So the task was given. To our engineers, our ballisticians, we have this ballistic development group ba basically at Hornady, and the task was given, okay, make something better. Make the best one you can. Money's not an object. Let's just see what we can do. What can you do? And they did it. There's, there's a lot to it. We can't talk about everything about it because we don't give away all the secret sauce. Of as course. You, as you can but, guess, what, but what makes the A-tip different? So when you look at one, nutshell. the glaring obvious difference is that it has a different tip. It's got an aluminum tip. Now, we've done aluminum tips for decades in our 50 BMG 
back in the yeah, 80s my or 90s, we did some <laughs> seven millimeter AMAX or, or match bullets with aluminum too. But it, at the time, it just wasn't cost effective to do. Um, we were doing aluminum in these now. That is not the only you know cool thing about this bullet. It is not just a tip change. There's a lot more to it. But what that allows us to do is play with the actual geometry and length and so on of that bullet because when we're, we're turning those aluminum tips they're precision turn and we can make them the exact size and geometry for each bullet that we make and think about it as uh, having a lever or two on a bullet because we're going to use so like that each bullet is custom almost yes we're going to use that length um, size everything as a, a way to mess with the Basically, the relationship between the center of grass and the center of mass and the center of pressure of a bullet to make these as stable as possible. Um, we could talk for an hour about that. And we don't have that kind of time, but but that is kind of what the goal was to, to do that. And on the flip side, we are sequentially packaging those things right off the press. We're not bulk handling them all. We're not touching them. Normally, when you do bullets, and we're a big manufacturer, you, you, you make a bunch, you have to clean them, they have a little bit of lube on them or something mm -hmm. like that from the press, and you tumble them, and then, you know, you go somewhere else, put them in boxes, bulk boxes, and eventually they go to packaging and, and get all sorted out for that. Um, what we're giving the shooter with the A-tips is when you buy a box of 100 bullets, you are getting one two, three, four, five, oh, in order. As they were run As off. they came off the press. We actually well, have a little robotic arm that puts them in the packaging. And then gosh. they're inspected, flipped over, and then inspected from the other side, and You're seeing a difference. put in the box. You're seeing a difference in accuracy? Well, it's as perfect as you can possibly make it. Because, while again, I can't disparage the ELDs and so on, but think about uh, the the tools and dies that we use to make bullets over time they change a little bit because course, it's a mechanical yeah, if you're thing making a million you know things, yeah, you know and you replace them out. every so often and all that so is the first bullet and the 80,000th bullet exactly the same exactly the right. same no. you know they're they're essentially the same but they're not exactly the same and so for the utmost in consistency you just take them off the press one after the other after the other so one box has got 100 bullets in it they are, con wow. you know, right after the other. Um, we sell sleeves of five of those together, so you can get 500 bullets that are one after the other. And then we also have the option where you can buy two sleeves together, so you can get 1,000 bullets, and, and again, they are in order. Wow. Okay. So that's what we're doing so for ATIPs. So that's some of the difference on the ATIPs. We'll so talk about some of the other cool stuff. I, I will, but, but I do want to add oh. one thing on that. Uh, we're adding some more in our launch this week. So we started off with just a 6mm 110, a couple of 6.5s, like a 135 and a 153, and then some really heavy 30 cals for like the 300 PRC, a 250 grainer, which is sick, and then a 230 grain. But we're adding... Um, you the 300 PRC is really taking off. Yes, it is. We had, uh, it is. you know, Eric Poole, who you know, yeah. he, he shot yeah. one of his biggest bulls ever with us. Um, I'm pretty sure it was his biggest bull, but uh, it was a 300 plus bull with us, and, and he shot it with that 300 prc and yeah we were all impressed yeah. i mean it you know the bull just cartridge. dropped it was a you know super accurate mm -hmm. um the expansion of the bullet where everybody was checking everything out yeah. you know let's see what it did and it yeah. was like wow this is cool so that's a neat round yep 
So you'd never guess how many people have a seven millimeter of some sorts until you don't include a seven millimeter in your first initial release of a new bullet. <laughs> oh, really? We got beat up pretty bad. So we're going to add a few sevens to the mix. We're going to do one for your typical twist rate stuff, a 166 grain, and then a, a heavy 190 grain and seven. Um, we're also going to add a, a lighter weight 30 cal. So guys with 308s and so on can have an A-tip. Um, a heavy 22, like a 90 grainer for like guys that have the custom 22 Creedmoors or a Valkyrie, something like that. Wow, some of the Wildcat kind of, you know yeah. what I mean? I say Wildcat, but kind of yeah. like a Wildcat round. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, a 338 for the Lapua guys, and then we're getting into the to the ELR, King of Two Mile stuff with like a 375 and a 416 cal. Wow. Uh, the big heavy bullets yep. for shooting long, long distances. So anyway, that's coming uh, for a 2020 item. We got a bunch of other line extensions, so I don't know if anybody's hunted out here with the new Outfitter line that started last year. You, you likely s- had some. I, I love it. I thought that was really neat. Even the advertising, you know, theme behind it. The mm-hmm. box looks really cool. You know, yeah. it was a neat. You know, talk to me a little bit about that line. So, because as an Outfitter, is, that uh, you know, I definitely was like, oh, cool. That's, yeah, that's the one I need to have. Well, we wanted one for, you know, whatever conditions throw at you, it's good to go. It's centered around our GMX bullet, which is a tough cap copper alloy bullet. It doesn't lose weight. You know, you're talking 95, 98% plus weight retention. Still good expansion. They penetrate deep, but it's in a nickel-plated case that's sealed case mouths, sealed primers, just like no matter what conditions you're in, it's good to go. Yeah, you so put we, it in the water or the snow, and it's yeah, still going to go off every Yeah, so we did that last year with, with quite a few SKUs, but this year we're adding some more. We're adding a couple of the Weatherby cartridges like the 257 and the 300. Uh, the 300 Ultra Mag, and then uh, 338 Wind Mag. For years, we've had a, kind of a light GMX. It's 185 grain in the 338. You know, it's it's a bigger bullet than a lead core 185 grain would be because, of course, copper alloy doesn't weigh as much, but it's still a little bit on the light side, especially if you're thinking Alaska stuff, bear country and all that. So we made a brand new 225 grain GMX in 338. Oh, wow. That'll be popular. Yes, and we're going to do that in the wind mag. Because when you grab that 338, it's to stop something. Absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, yep, the heavier yeah. bullet's going to be a good good choice in that. Yep. So one other one other new thing that's coming, and I don't know if you even know about this yet. I think you're going to dig it. I really wish I'd have brought one along because you have to shoot it to truly appreciate it. And when I tell you what it is, it's going to sound kind of weird. Like people actually want that. All right, I'm excited. So two years ago, we came out with the Sub-X bullet in 300 Blackout. It's an expanding subsonic bullet. There's not many bullets that actually expand well at subsonic velocities. Which is 1,000 feet per second, just for anybody that's listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, You know, subsonic, the difference between supersonic and subsonic, but, Mm -hmm. you know, subsonic is about 1,000 feet per second, give or take, you know, humidity, you know what I mean, altitude, things like that. But basically that's what we're talking, and that's the ones that people are generally shooting out of suppressed rifles. Yes. You know what I mean, with a suppressor on it, makes it super quiet. quiet. But – you also have a rainbow trajectory with that mm-hmm. because you're only shooting a thousand feet per second. I just want to break it down for yep. people. You know, because you're only shooting a thousand feet per second, you have a little bit of a rainbow trajectory. Mm-hmm. And as Neil's talking, expansion is a lot of times an issue because it's going so slow. Absolutely. Um, with a regular bullet that's designed for something that's shooting supersonic, that bullet's just not going to perform the same. Yeah. So what you're saying is you guys have something cool ready to expand tell me what we, tell yeah, me what we, we got, got more coming well the first thing is and this is just a sidebar but the single most requested thing we've had in the last two years is people want that bullet they want to hand load it so we're going to offer that as a hand loading option the 190 green sub x oh so guys can hand load yes. that themselves so if they're shooting subsonic 
Yep. They can they can yep. they can set up their they can load for whatever yeah. they want. But sitting around in some new product meetings, which is not totally unlike what you and I are doing here, like, hey, what would be cool? What do we need? What do we want to do? We started thinking about what other cartridges could we do subsonic expanding ammunition in? What areas do people, you know, hunt it, you know, out of tree stands or ground blinds, typical maybe wooded areas where it's not long distance because right. of that range trajectory, but think about all of the rifles out there not everybody's got a, a suppressor for them but there are options but like 450 bushmaster yeah almost everyone is threaded and a lot of people um, do have cans for them or have done stuff with the 458 socom because it was a popular I have a 458 socom because yeah. i could just throw an upper on a 223 absolutely you know, I mean? you know so, so it's perfect so we're going to do a subsonic expanding 450 bushmaster ah. we're going to do subsonic expanding 4570 oh how about and, the SOCOM? Uh, we're not doing the SOCOM. That is not a SAMI spec cartridge. Oh, okay. So we, we just can't. We, we don't do gotcha. things that aren't SAMI approved. But, I had to ask. Um, 3030. I know this sounds weird, but it is fun. It is a hoot. Now, that does surprise me because when I think 3030, mm -hmm. of course, I go to back to my dad. Yep. You know what I mean? Who still loves the lever action 3030 for yeah. shooting deer. Yeah. So you guys are going to come out with a 3030. 30 that's going to expand it's yeah super i actually gloves. shot a pronghorn with it last week no you didn't oh yeah how far uh 83 yards and i had a rider with me shot one at 127 no and how did the bullet perform through and through expanded and Ex killed it fast no kidding yeah we didn't collect either one yeah that's impressive so i'll show you pictures it's yeah it's like cool. the, 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 you just told me that now i didn't know that i yeah. can't believe over dinner but, you didn't mention that you just shot an antelope yeah, or something. oh yeah. it's because you didn't want to tell me because it was a new product well i can't i can't let the can't masses about know it. but before okay yeah i got it but think about there's there's rifles out there that are already threaded and so on even in 3030 mossberg's had one for years uh marlin's got that new dark series i don't know if you've seen that yet but those are really slick as well they're threaded um you know, all the all the Bushmasters pretty much are, you know, whoever's making them. Oh, yeah. So um, people are going to have fun. Even if they don't have a suppressor, it's significantly quieter. It's, yeah, it's so still, it's more comfortable to shoot. Really. Yeah, you know, it's I say still a pop, as as, you know. The bullet's right. not going faster than the speed of sound, but the, the gas coming out behind it that's pushing it is. So there's that muzzle exit, exit pressure that, that does have some noise, but it's not near as loud as supersonic. So if you don't want to scare as much game in the area and all that, there's a you know, subsonic option coming. See, it makes such a big difference. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. When you're when you're shooting with a suppressor, I really am a huge fan of it for hunting. Let me ask another question for you. And I know this is a tough question, and and I know there may be a you know a reason because different length barrels and you know there's so many variables that come into play on this. But how much how much are you guys offering right now in suppressed bullets that guys could buy? In other words, can you get what can I get? that's ready for a suppressor that's going to be subsonic that I can buy loaded? Loaded ammo that's uh, that's subsonic. We currently just have a few blackout loads as right. far as fully loaded ammo. Uh, we've got a, the 300 blackout with the 208 ELD, or, or we might even still be putting the AMAX at it. I'm not sure. Um, but that one's not an expanding one, though. Gotcha. Nothing but for 223, yeah? Uh, not, not in subsonic. Right. No. Is is that ever going to come down the pipe? Is you know, that it's hard to you guys tell because because I know there's a lot of variables. Like I said, if you want altitude, to you cycle is what, the problem. You right, know? you have to change your buffer spraying, and you know what I mean. Yeah. There, there'll be you know there'll be certain some issues there, but yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, 
you know, we've we've looked at 308 also because people will want it. Oh yeah. The hard part is there. I've got a there's a pretty 308 big too. variety of twist rates when you're looking talking at 308s. Right. There's a lot of one and tens, which you is great. You get one and eight. You get some of those 12. one and 12s, <laughs> yeah, though. We don't want to be responsible for anybody's uh, right. baffles getting struck in their suppressor if they're shooting, you know, the wrong bullet and all that. So, right. so anyway, you know, it just takes a little more planning oh, on yeah. our part, but probably something we'll do at some point. And even alignment. Yeah. I didn't realize, uh, uh, side note, but how important alignment the suppressor to the barrel is mm. and how much that plays with accuracy because of gases coming around the bullet not evenly. Yeah. I, you know, and, and really blew me away. I did a little bit of testing with some of that stuff, and I thought okay. it was fascinating. It was really interesting. Um, let's talk a little bit about reloading. I know we're running out of time, and I know you've got an elk hunt to do tomorrow morning <laughs> um, with my guy that's wanting me to let you alone so you can get some sleep. Um, you guys have also basically own the reloading market, but you've got something new coming out. You guys have some apps right now. Like you have the Hornady Ballistics app, which is yeah. amazing. Um, the acronym for that is? Well, it, it's known as the Ford Off one because right. it has that Ford Off, the four degree of freedom program in it that, you know, we could spend a whole oh, podcast just talking I, about that if I we did, wanted to. I just want know? people to check some of this stuff out. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. we don't no, have to delve it's into a, it. It's a free app in the app stores, Apple and the Android Google Play Store, and it's great. You can punch in anything and, and come up with your drop. You can come up with it. It will help you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Shoot we've better. had hundreds of thousands of downloads on that. I mean, it's it's a very popular program, works very well. And you're giving that away? Giving it away. Jeez. Yeah. All right. Hundreds so, of thousands. Yes. Um, interesting. The Hornady, th this is brand new though, right? Yes. The reloading app? Yep. So I can Hasn't talk about that because we're going we're to hold this for a couple days. Well, this one is actually live in the app stores. Okay. We, we kind of did a soft told launch anybody. because we, we needed a working one, just a final one to, to just fix a few work things. out the bugs right yeah but you'd be surprised we've already got well over two thousand people that have downloaded just because they saw it just randomly found it yeah so and that's yeah. the hornady reloading app so this is there's a lot of free stuff in it and of course we have data that you know normally you buy the book to get it um what we're doing here is you, you can download the app for free you can read like the first hundred pages all of that introductory stuff about the history of the company the bullet guides tips and techniques how to reload and then all of the cartridge blurbs you know there's 200 some cartridges in there a lot of people have told me over the years they just like to just sit down and read you know about each cartridge they just find it fascinating. get educated like That's, the old cartridges of the world yes, book. yes i have every every issue i i thought the cartridges of the world those books are just uh, like a little it's a wealth of information it, it, i love the is. history it on is. the difference so. yeah so that's all free that's all part of that app when it comes to data there is some free data in there because we want to support some of our new bullets that haven't had a chance to even be in a book yet and so on like the a tips and so on okay so there'll be free data in there but the major majority of the data that you would have to buy the book for we have multiple ways to get and and what's cool about it is is like one way is just a la carte, just like music. You want one cartridge, 99 cents, boom, it's yours. Oh, okay, so you don't, so have, you don't, you don't have to get a whole bunch of other ones that book. you don't care about. Yeah, yeah. You got four or five cartridges, you're talking four or five bucks, and huh. you got the data for those. Huh. The other option. I don't have a 470 Nitro Express. I don't care about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. The other option is you can buy the whole 10th edition, which is the equivalent of what we have in the book right now for 19.99. Um, and then the third option is a subscription. And if you subscribe, and it's basically $19.99 per year, but you get that whole 10th edition, you get everything we've shot for the next edition, the 11th, when that one comes out, 
and you will get automatic updates. Every time we shoot something new, that app will automatically update with brand new data in it for the 11th edition. And then when the 11th edition actually prints, if you're still a subscriber, you're going to get a, a hardcover book in the mail as well. Oh, wow. So and it's then, well worth it. Yeah. And then if you stay subscribing, you're going to start getting 12th edition data. You know, like yeah. it's just on and on and on. You just get it as soon as we make it. Love so it. three different ways to get data there and a lot of free info in it as well. So, And again, the, the app's already in the stores, Apple Store, Google Play for Android. It's already there. All right. So I got to end with two things. And I like asking this. What is your favorite part of your job? Oh, gosh. It, it'd have to be, you know, being able to get out and do the editorial hunts and stuff like that. I mean. You could I, just say hanging out with you, Fred. Well, I, I was going to say right now we're doing it, you know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know you're shooting an antelope with somebody last week. I may not be your favorite outfitter. I can deal with that. You, hey, you, okay. you will be tomorrow when okay, we, yeah, we bring when we home shoot that 400-inch elk out nice. the mountains. Oh, yeah. I, okay, I yeah. see what I've got to do now. Uh -huh. So so the favorite is, uh, is of course, doing what you love to do, what you're passionate about, which is yeah. communicating. Yeah, that's you know, how being I got outdoors. into this into this world because I'm passionate about shooting and hunting and competitive shooting and reloading and, you know, all that, so. What's the toughest part of your job? Um, there's no way to respond to every email, request, phone that I get. And that's fairly common in our industry. But like every day I have to decide who I'm going to respond to and who I have to put off. And every time you put someone off, you run the risk of like it may be months before you have time to actually that rainy day where you can go back and like dig right. out. Try and catch up. Because it, it never slows down. Never, ever, ever, ever. That's cool, though. That's cool that you feel bad about it. I, 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 mean, I do. It's, you know it's what I mean? Tough. That, that's, a, that's a tough it part of your job. Thing. Yeah. I appreciate you being honest and sharing that. So yeah. uh, one thing that I like to do, and we talked about this earlier when I was a kid, you know, I would I, I would look at these people that worked in the outdoor industry, you know, an industry mm -hmm. I loved. I was like, how do they get these jobs? How many people approximately work at Hornady? Do you have a guess? How many people work at Hornady at any given time? About half half of them. <laughs> yeah. ah, that was good yeah. best answer I, ever i can't claim credit for it it's actually something joyce hornady oh, said on a tour decades ago that, like, you know a long time before i was there but that is the best answer it. ever that is good yeah i, I haven't yeah. heard that one so yeah. <laughs> do you know do you have any idea how many people do work i know uh, but you know I, I couldn't tell you exactly. Yeah, several hundred. Yep. I mean, yeah, it's a it's a it's a big yeah. It's a it's a big big company. Yeah. You guys are based in Nebraska, which mm -hmm. is really awesome. And like I said, I've been to the I've been to the plant, and that's pretty pretty cool thing to get a tour of. Um, how do people get a job at Hornady? Where would you advise they go? Let's say somebody's going. You sure. know what? Hornady's my dream job. That's a that's a growing company. Yeah. It's expanding. How do I go? Would you? So there's two different ways. If you're looking to get in the door, like doing uh, production, you know, running a press and things like that, that is generally all done locally through a temp agency. You start as a temp and you work your way into full time and so on. Gotcha. Um, for the other types of jobs, like if something comes up in sales or marketing or engineering um, and uh, some of the maintenance jobs, those will go on our website, hornady.com. So, so they could check it out there. Yeah. That, I, and I appreciate that because I always like to give people information. I, yeah. you know, I think when I was younger, yeah. I was, I was 
starve for information. Like, how do these people get these jobs? I, I wouldn't even know how to go about it. So I know you list I, I kind of want to go back and like kick my guidance counselor in the pants, you know, like how, do, why didn't I ever know this job was attainable back then? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I didn't have to pay attention in school. Uh-huh. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Neil, thanks for taking the time. I really yeah, appreciate it. Fun. I wish you luck. I hope you get a bowl with us this week, but thanks for sitting down and taking the time. Thank you.